Guidelines Health. Better health begins here. It's time for Better Health Radio, brought to you by Tidelands Health. Here's Bill Klaproth. You've seen the TV shows, the movies, the glamour, the drama, the tears, the heartbreak, the last-minute life-saving procedure, the team of doctors feverishly working on the patient. So is that what it's really like to work in an emergency room? With us is Dr. Michael Ratliff, who is an emergency room physician at Tidelands Health, and he's here to give us the inside view. Dr. Ratliff, thank you so much for being on with us today. So what is it really like to work in an emergency room? Well, thank you, Bill, for having me on. Um, and working inside an emergency department, um, frankly, sometimes is about as crazy as you see it on the television. Uh, typically, it's a very chaotic environment. Uh, there's uh, typically a pretty high flow of patients that over uh, the long term, you can sometimes predict numbers, but on an hour or day-to-day basis, uh, surges of patients certainly make it very challenging. So is it as glamorous at times as TV and movies make it look? I think it is definitely as uh, fast-paced and chaotic as it appears. I'm not sure that glamorous is always the right word, uh, but typically it is an extremely fast-paced environment, um, and there's typically a lot going on at one time uh, that requires quite a bit of coordination uh, between the multiple staff members. So is there a certain type of person who is well-suited for work in an ER? I think with medicine in general, probably particularly with emergency medicine these days, uh, you need to certainly be able to multitask. Uh, I believe you have to be a reasonably confident person. One of the challenges with emergency medicine, besides dealing with surges of patients and a variety of different conditions that may be cardiovascular, respiratory, orthopedic, et cetera, is we don't know these patients ahead of time. We have very little information about them, and typically we have to start managing and treating these patients, uh, frankly, without a lot of information or the amount of knowledge or pre-existing relationship that may be there with their regular doctors. So there are many career paths for physicians to take. Are there physicians that say, I, the ER is my career. I want to do that for my whole career in medicine. Is, are there people that choose that? Is that a, a path that people take? And, you know, historically, you know, meaning 30 to 40 years ago, uh, emergency medicine was a practice that that sometimes was a stopgap before someone chose a different uh, path in medicine. These days, a lot of people are choosing it um, as their career. That's what I've done. I've been uh, out of residency training for about 10 years now. Uh, Right now, I don't have any desire or plans to choose any other path of medicine. I I do think you have to pace yourself, so to speak. You have to schedule your career in such a way that you don't have burnout uh, because, again, it is a very uh, challenging, fast-paced environment, and it can be very stressful at times, and so you do have to be cognizant of that as you go forward with the uh, specialty. So if someone wants to work in an ER, then what would be the right path to take? 
you know, typically in, in this day and age, um, when you're choosing your medical career, you're going to want to choose an emergency medicine-based specialty, uh, go through the residency program training to get uh, a good base of knowledge, to get a good understanding uh, of the skill set required. And as difficult as it is typically in the, the single or, or small number of centers that you have in residency training, try to choose the type of environment, whether that's going to be academic or community and whether that's going to be uh, a rural area or a more inner city type of environment because they all they're all very different and they do require a slightly different skill set in some in some circumstances. Okay, if we could switch gears a little bit. I want to ask you, when is the right time to bring someone to an ER? You know, as parents, we struggle with children with high fevers. You know, gosh, is it is it too high? Should we go to the ER? Or if somebody has fallen and their arm is hurting for a long period of time, you know, should we go to the ER? Should we just wait to call the doctor in the morning? Can you give us some tips on when is the right time to go to the ER? Sure, and, and that really is a, a very good question. Um, my wife and I have two little girls of our own. My wife's in the medical field as well, and when it's when it's not your child, when it's not your family member, it's pretty easy to stand back objectively and, and criticize someone when they choose or, or choose not to take someone for medical care. Um, having been there when it's your own child or family member, um, objectivity and, and good decision-making a lot of times go out the door because you're frankly so worried about your family member, it's difficult to do. Um, you know, that being said, if there's questions about whether to take your child or family member, you know, the first thing I would think of would be, well, frankly, how long have they been sick and how long has this particular thing been bothering you? You know, if it's been going on for some time, certainly if it's been going on for weeks or longer, you probably have time to at least make a phone call, chat with the person on call for your physician. If it's something that, that is more acute, that just happened in the moment or just happened in, in the you know very near past, that's probably a little more indication that it may be an acute issue, it may be an emergency, um, and, and that would probably be my recommendation. You know, that being said, the, the default answer is if you're frankly just not sure, then bring them in and, and we're going to do our best to take care of them and help you through that situation. Is there any other thing we should know about the ER that the general public just doesn't know about? I mean, obviously, our perceptions are based on what we see on TV and movies and sure. you know, our own experiences. What What is it that we don't know that we should know? Just be aware that, you know, emergency departments, just like uh, all of medicine in the country, um, we're there to take care of the individual patients and, and to do our best to make them well, although in the grand scheme of things, um, medicines and hospitals in general, you know, they have to make decisions on staffing based on numbers and based on revenue coming in. And as I kind of touched on earlier, emergency departments can have pretty wild surges in patient populations where you can go from, frankly, having a very nice, easygoing day and in a matter of 20 or 30 minutes, the staff that's there can be quickly overwhelmed with a large number of patients. Um, in addition to what you may see coming in the front door, if you're lucky enough to be able to do that, remember that there's ambulance flow and patient flow coming in the back door as well. And so, different
different from your primary care office where you may have a scheduled time and you anticipate waiting for a certain period of time. We have a constant flow of patients where we have to kind of do our own triage. And if you or your family member are in the emergency department and someone comes in that frankly is sicker, whether they're in cardiac arrest or they're not breathing or they're having a stroke, I'm going to have to stop what I'm doing, taking care of you, and go manage that patient to make sure that they don't die. And and I know sometimes that's very frustrating for families to have to deal with. Well, that's uh, interesting, and thank you for that perspective. That's that's really good information. So what is it that you have learned in your years in the ER? What is the biggest takeaway that you can share with us about being on the line in those frantic moments and craziness and trying to help people? What's your biggest takeaway from your time in the ER? That's a good question. Um, You know, and I I don't know that it's any one thing. I I think personally for me the takeaway would be that I did make the the right choice as far as my medical specialty. Um, I I certainly enjoy the the variety of issues that I have to deal with. Um, You know, I don't focus on any one particular problem, and it's always – you know, something new and different every day. You know, I think all physicians, not just myself, but, you know, over time as you learn to practice medicine and as you work with more families and more patients, um, although you can get depersonalized to the business aspect of medicine, um, you know, usually all of us are lucky enough to meet a person or a patient or family member that kind of brings it all back home to you, that kind of brings you back to why you chose medicine, where you actually do get to make an impact in somebody's life or, or in emergency medicine's case, literally be able to save their lives. Um, and that really kind of gets you through the job and gets you through the day sometimes. And I, I do appreciate those moments. Dr. Ratliff, thank you so much for sharing your experience in the ER today. It's been a fascinating talking with you. And for more information about Tidelands Health, physicians, services, and facilities, visit TidelandsHealth.org. That's TidelandsHealth.org. This is Better Health Radio. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.